0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the Pro Wrestling Times podcast. This is episode 27. Uh, It's good to be back. My name's Dylan. I'm your host. I totally forgot how to podcast, (laughs) but uh, I'm joined here by uh, my homies, Travis. Hey, what's up? And to my left, John. Yo 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 yo. Uh, We just now got done watching uh, WrestleMania Backlash. It's May uh, 16th, 2021 uh thank you john for hosting oh yeah it's A good, good time, to be man. back sorry i couldn't time. do mania no
1: worries man good
0: to see you out there finally you got <laughs> sorry that. i couldn't do mania <laughs> i was there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they no. call, call me dilly thunderstorms there you go there you <laughs> go, go man. <laughs> man.
1: Woo, sending us those up to the minute fucking shots from the crowds and them calling you in and shit that was pretty intense yeah. what was that
0: like yeah it was crazy um it was just so fun. That was like my first one. We were supposed to go last year. We were supposed to go last broke year. broke my heart, but definitely um, have the itch. I'm going to AEW in July, Woo-hoo! and I'm excited for that. First time in Texas, so I'll be in the Austin area. Yay. Yeah. So I had to choose between either that or uh, Dallas, but um, there's some open mics in other establishments I want to check out in Austin. Okay. It's That's cool. Sense. But um, <clears throat> let's start with this show. Uh, WrestleMania backlash. So we had an intro, and it was by Dave Batista. There's a lot of uh, Army of the Dead tie-in because his movies in theaters and in Netflix. But he started the like narration of the video. I think they did was wasn't John Cena narrating the WrestleMania intro? Uh, he narrated one. It was like Fastlane, or was it the Royal Rumble? Uh,
2: Rumble was Stone Cold, I think. Okay. Yeah, but
0: it's like these stars have passed. It's like man miss them they're gone yeah <laughs> it's like we've been like a year a whole year removed without brock lesnar too oh uh, since sad. he lost to drew mcintyre super sad
1: i'm a brock guy love my brock
0: he has the job i want it's like part-time but he gets <laughs> paid full-time <laughs> He's that guy who just
2: gets paid by, like, skating under the radar. <laughs> He's that employee who's been there for, like,
0: 18 years and hasn't done a single thing. But <laughs> yeah. is on payroll. Yeah. There you go. He's, like, in management. But um, I just missed Big Dave. I didn't think about this. Tuesday was here, but I thought uh, we were talking about the movies Dave Bautista was in. And I was, like, the first one I ever remember him being in was called uh, Wrong Side of Town. It has Rob Van Dam in it, too. Oh, but, yeah. There's this, this movie came out like 11 years ago. There's a scene in this movie where he, uh, Batista shoots Ja Rule in the head. Okay. Cinema. Yes. <laughs> that cinema. <laughs> First
2: movie I ever saw Batista in was a Man with the Iron Fist. Yeah, that. Uh, with was the RZA. it RZA? Yeah. Yep, the RZA. It had him, Russell Crowe in it. Uh, that was a good movie. Uh, Batista's Brass Body. Yeah. Right. And he had that terrible CGI, <laughs> like
0: golden physique. <laughs> they call that what's it guys the cole young <laughs> from oh yeah yeah <laughs> but um no i just miss batista but um, i'm glad he's one of the few cases where when he says he's done and he's retired he really means it he's never going to come back at all he has like no interest i dig it it's like him and kind of cm punk <laughs> but oh yeah i still kind of hold out hope i've been that way since 2014 <laughs> Uh Punk
2: says that he's waiting out for the money and for the right storyline, but to be honest, I think he's saying that because he knows it's not going to come along. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. modern wrestling is not going to offer him the perfect opportunity to re-enter the business. Yeah. And so he's just kind of saying that so we can skate by without yeah. saying
0: I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Austin's been saying that since 2003. Yep. I remember I got my hopes up too cuz there was a Stone Cold podcast, this is like before Broken Skull Sessions, but Mm -hmm. when he had, I think it was, Paul Heyman on, he like challenged uh, Brock to a Texas death match. No, wow. Yeah, I remember that. But, yeah, Punk might be one of those guys. But what started off the show was uh, the Raw Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley retained over Asuka and Charlotte Flair. Uh, John, what are your thoughts? Um...
1: I would honestly say it, I was a toss up for a minute just because I really wanted to see Charlotte get to number fourteen. Um, Rhea just holding the match down. Oscar for me was just a quick filler, you know. I know she's kind of ping ponging through the girl, the, the ladies of wrestling right now, and you know everybody's just waiting for the return of Becky. So. Essentially, she will get that number one spot back again. But in the meantime, you know, we're just going to kind of drift off of the Rhea I- Express, I would say, for right now. But overall, good match.
0: What about you, Travis?
2: Um, I think it was the right decision to keep the championship on Rhea Ripley. Um, I think the fans are really high on her right now. I know Charlotte has her place in terms of the upper echelon in the women's division but I think right now it's Rhea's Rhea's time uh Asuka it's kind of hard to believe that she had like a two year undefeated streak and right now she's kind of jobbing out to people but at the same time it's kind of I guess learning your place in the business and just kind of falling into what's what's best for business I suppose but uh I liked seeing Rhea retain. Um, I think she's an awesome champion. Yep.
0: Yeah. Makes me wonder, because I'm kind of fixated. They announced that the next uh, pay-per-view is going to be called Hell in a Cell. And I was like, thank God it's not WrestleMania, hell in a cell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what was with
1: that? Does anyone know? No, I honestly, no I think clue. it's probably just
0: to like butter up Peacock and stuff.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I could see it. That makes more sense. Just to be like,
0: oh, we have like a second WrestleMania. But, but that but would
1: be ca- that would be like calling...
0: The first game of the NFL Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, I was going to say.
0: 55.
2: I was gonna say that would be like the NBA draft being called the NBA Finals presents the NBA draft. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I guess I mean those
0: are two things in the NBA, I suppose. But <laughs> shit, yeah. Um, but I think uh, I just—it's hard to predict. I w- I wonder how like done Io Shirai is in NXT and if they're either gonna put place her on SmackDown or Raw. Uh, I'd like to see her in SmackDown. SmackDown? Put her in SmackDown. And then I hope they, because um, Natty and uh, Tamina won the women's tag titles, so I hope they finally split up Shayna and Shayna could do her own thing. Oh, thank
1: God. I'm, I've been waiting. Baszler so versus bad. Ripley? Oh. Because they dude, have the match for show Vita. up tomorrow night. Yeah. Just tomorrow night. Out of nowhere. And just stand have her Bite her neck. Yeah, and just <laughs> no, stand just there. Can't. Well, clothesline the shit out of her or, or fucking Kamora Lock or, or something. And just stand there over the champ don't hold that title don't touch that title just stand there and look down at her and scene that's what I'm saying
0: I think so too cause like sometimes when people get tiles taken off it means kind of in a way they're gonna do something with them it happened with Lashley he was US champion lost it to Riddle then but what if they bring him WWE champ but what if they put um put it on Nia well what if they put
1: uh, Shayna back in you know NXT. NXT That'd be awesome I wouldn't be Do Shayna and Raquel
0: Yeah Get like um Just reheated like Finn and It was like Mercedes, Finn's a fucking star now
2: I was gonna say Like Mercedes Martinez yep. uh, Shayna Baszler I feel like That would be That would be like A takeover match Right exactly. there Exactly Exactly And then
0: I don't know Who knows Who knows Yeah um, After this match uh, Rhea Ripley retained uh, After that We had some tag team action Congratulations to the Mysterios, Ray oh, and Dominic, my God. Father Yay. Son. Oh, sorry, that's, cool. that's
2: cool, that's cool, man. Like Dusty and Cody, baby. Ooh. <laughs> ooh,
0: babies, ooh, babies. I wonder who, who's the closest example that we could see winning a tag title, so that's Father and Son. Billy Gunn and Austin Gunn. I was gonna say. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: I was gonna say Nicholas and uh, uh Ref down. Dad. <laughs> 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 yeah. Nicholas and Ref Dad. Back.
1: There you go. Oh, John Coe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nicholas and John Coe. There you go, man. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. That's cool, man. That's cool. I dig it. Yeah. You know, I, I, like it. I do like it.
0: Yeah, Travis went to go get some pizza, and then um, I was like, just look at their reactions. It like means the world to them. Yeah, that's just see moments like that. It's pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna be honest with you. This is like about a month ago. Um, I totally forgot Ziggler and Rude were the tag uh, <laughs> champs for SmackDown. The dirty dogs. Yeah.
1: the dirty dogs.
0: D A W G S. Yeah, it's like what very Cleveland, uh, Cleveland Browns. <sighs>
2: It's like that with, like, the 90s, like, Uh, where you just have to misspell everything. everything, Yeah, Yeah. where every, like, boys
0: ends with a Z. Yeah, the dogs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think if we ever do, like, a 90s edition, I'll change my name T Y M E Z. (laughs) (laughs) Times. There you go. Change that to the podcast name. There you go. But when Ziggler and Root came out, I was like, man, they just, like, fucking hate their music. Because it's like new, and I was like, I really miss Jim Johnson and CFO. Oh, I'm constantly going to complain about it for as long as the new rollout of music for people stinks. It's the music bad. is not good. It's no. atrocious. It's not, not good, good
1: at terrible. all. No, because
0: like not. Ziggler had, it was okay. The here to show the world, show uh, off. Bobby Roode had um glorious. Good.
2: Yeah, uh, glorious was great, man. Do you remember being at uh, uh, Daisy Duke's? The first night AEW came on, mm-hmm. and it was that premiere episode, and we had everyone there. And Josh played Glorious on the jukebox yeah. when everyone was walking in. Dude, it was so perfect. Like, that theme was amazing. Um, I even loved it when Ziggler came out to no music, to where he oh, was yeah. like the anti... the. <laughs> Yeah, he had like the record scratch, and the the Titantron was just black. Yeah. Like I love that man. Anything he comes up with is good. Yeah. The except story.
1: for this. This is not. I don't know, man. I'm not digging it, not at all. I'm glad that they had to, I, that they were dropping the titles to. I'll just say Los Mysterios. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Whatnot, I like that. I like that.
0: Eddie. Yeah. That was probably like my favorite uh, tag team Ray was in. It was with Eddie Guerrero, and then it led to their uh, show opener at WrestleMania 21. Exactly, exactly. And then the custody of said son <laughs> 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 in match at SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> but um, after this, we had some, uh, some Netflix uh, cash grab love, um, Army of the Dead Lumberjacks for The Miz and Damian Priest. Uh, John Moore. You missed all of this, huh? I missed <laughs> that, unfortunately, because yeah, I'm a huge Damien Priest fan. Yeah. If you love zombies, too. And I know you're a horror buff, but uh, John can I I love,
1: I love me some zombies. I'm all about zombies. You you get me going on them when I'm just right there with Travis. Um, this, wow. I mean, right from Johnny Drip Drip going backstage and run, stumbling in the room of zombies and then just following them out. What the hell, man? Like I just did not dig any of this. <laughs> I, I sooner than later I thought Yeti was gonna come out and <laughs> fucking start hugging everybody because I didn't know what the fuck we were watching. I know it had flashbacks of ECW, the zombie coming out. Like, it so just, let me get this straight: they had a lumberjack match to where outside
2: of the ring there was just an undead horde. yeah yep. Surround.
0: Okay. Yeah, Dawn of of the Dead style, exactly.
1: And I think what's his face, uh, the creator of fucking the Bray Belt. What's his name? Um, Oh, um, Savini. Savini, Tom Savini Savini, had a touch. I mean, it just the the the. um, It was like Michael Jackson's Thriller. Yeah, the crowd, the crowd was gone, and it was just like a a cryptic, like houses and tombstones, and like uh, it was just. Like, shaking my head. You're going to do this shit for the Undertaker? They, yeah. It right. sounds kind of like a
2: dollar store horror movie oh, to where it's fog, like... Yeah. The, the fog <laughs> machines are just crazy, man. It's like, I know I'm going to be entertained, but I'm going to hate it the entire <laughs> they, time.
1: They had a, a dead Elvis, and it was just terrible. Oh, God, it was terrible.
0: Yeah, Priest got the win. Hopefully, uh he moves along and probably challenges Famous, but that's... Seems like, oh yeah, that was a pre-show. So Ricochet and Sheamus. You said it was bad, like when I got here. It was boring. It was just
1: straight boring. And then Ricochet took um, Sheamus's jacket, put it on, did a dance, and then Sheamus took it off of him. And you know, it's just, it's dumb. Why won't you put the title on the line if you're going to
0: defend it, dude? Defend that title. I, I think um, whenever they get crowds back, Sheamus could like boast that he's the greatest United States champion. Has an open challenge. It's get answered by John Cena. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. Okay. I like, so, like, I like it. Give a pop for the fans coming back. Maybe yeah.
1: that's what they're waiting for. Something. But John Cena won't win, but
0: just to like... To see it. The to see him,
1: Like, oh, dude, I, I'd pop. I'd pop
0: for him. I'd miss him. I'll admit it. <laughs> yeah. I feel the same way about Charlotte Flair. Like, I think she's... I don't have to toss it between, like, her and Sasha, with who's, like, I feel like is the greatest. But maybe I'm looking at more, like, um, accolades, like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Like, Charlotte's clearly Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. But, um, I don't know. It feels like with John Cena, they're going to miss her when she's gone. Mm. But she had a fast rise. She, like, won her first title in, what, 2015? NXT was 2014, but their, the Divas title was 2015. 2015, 2015 yeah. That was when they got called up. Yep.
2: That's hard for me, man, because it's like, you can count the number of titles. Same with, like, say, Rick Fox in the, do- in, the in, in the NBA, He's uh, a what, four or five time champion, Robert Ory. Robert Ory, Yeah, he was like seven, seven time champion. Would you say he's a better player than uh, Reggie Miller, who <laughs> yeah. had zero cha- or Carl Malone uh, or man. Charles Barkley? Or wow. I mean, it's like they they might have the recognition, but Subjective. yeah, just the in terms of talent, in in terms of the greatest of all time, I think of Lita. First and foremost, Jacqueline Jazz. Uh, although she was an awful person, the Fabulous Moolah, uh, yeah. like uh, women like that, who I think cemented a legacy. Where in terms of who has the biggest title count, you know what I mean.
0: Mm-hmm. I like Tom Brady. Okay, I'll just say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But. Um... Priest got the win. Hopefully it moves along, challenges Seamus. Uh, we had the announcement for Hell in a Cell, so that'll be another pay-per-view I'm covering. I'm going to get really serious about investing in this podcast and doing a better job. It's kind of dingy right now, but it will improve. I'm betting on it. Sizzler and, uh, and a Twizzler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sizzler and a Twizzler. I was like, what the fuck's the Cell going to be red for it's like, <laughs> This is so weird. Man, it's just so keep weird. It and then, I don't know, I just felt this way about Hell in a Cell, about uh, TLC... I think that's it. No. Elimination Chamber, it's like they kind of bastardized them by making them pay-per-views instead of um, events. Events, yeah. Because yeah. like yeah. the... what's Elimination... The elimination where,
2: Chamber in ECW wasn't even a pay-per-view.
0: Yeah, it was it December was, to dismember. Yeah, it was
2: a December to dismember. It was like a side
0: match in the greater scheme of that pay-per-view. Yeah. The one I remember the most was um where uh, John Cena won and then Edge came out and cashed in. Oh, New Year's Revolution. First, yeah, New Year's Revolution. One. Yeah, that one sticks out to me. And then with uh, TLC matches, there's one lost John Cena again. Him and Edge. Yeah. And then as far as Hell in a Cell, the one I liked the most was probably, um, this was before uh, they made it a pay-per-view, but it was um, Edge and Undertaker in 2008. Oh, that mania or no two thousand eight uh, Summerslam. Oh, okay, because they fought in mania too. Yeah, two thousand eight. It's the one where Edge took the like little bump, like a choke slam through the ring, and then Undertaker like made fire come up out of it. Did any did didn't they do it again in Survivor Series when? That was the year prior, and I think that was Undertaker and um Batista. Oh. That was during my absent time. <laughs> yeah, God, there was just
1: a lot of Edge and Takers. Yeah, that whole year. What what it was Edge
0: and Taker and then freaking uh, uh, HBK and uh, Jericho mm. that whole year. What yeah. was the
2: match in ECW to where it was Cena versus, I want to say it was either RVD or CM Punk. To it was RVD. He, he took his shirt off
1: and he yeah. threw it into the, the crowd. Yep.
0: Yeah. Cena wins the right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was the crowning moment for that uh, Rob Van Dam
0: there.
2: That was probably one of the moments that like really got me back into the rest into wrestling is just seeing that on YouTube. Yeah, and uh, being gone from wrestling and seeing that crowd response to someone who was so over at that time, mm-hmm. and I mean seeing on cereal boxes and he's on uh, commercials and everything, and just seeing that crowd revolt against him.
1: Oh yeah, they just got done doing uh, Saturday night's main event maybe like a week or two ago. So it, you just turn on WWE and it's nothing but John Cena, nothing but John Cena. So wow. yeah, that night was just incredible.
0: I'm trying to think of a good analogy, that'd be like Drake performing at a Ga- gathering of the Juggalos, <laughs> not the end of just right like at all. not
2: on your home turf. So <laughs> yeah. you're totally out of your element. Yeah.
1: Ooh. Yeah.
0: But that's the next pay-per-view. Uh, later on this month, we will be doing uh, my second AEW uh, post-show. I've been trying to be better about doing our show in love to AEW. It's just fucking wild because the first show we did was that Exploding Barbed Wire match. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and then what's even funnier is my first ever podcast that I started with was Hell in a Cell 2019, um, Seth and the Fiend. Oh, oh, the yeah. red, the, the red, red light match. match. Yeah, the, <laughs> where they're like,
1: Seth, don't do
0: it. <laughs> yeah, don't hit yes. it with the
1: toolbox, Seth. <laughs> don't do it.
0: So <laughs> awful. I Jeez. I started my podcast with both companies with their worst finishes. Exactly. He's got a wrench.
1: Don't do it, Seth.
0: <laughs> the heat lamp match. I'm good. But <laughs> looking forward to it though. Uh, Steam Stampede, uh, Orange Kenny. Uh, what's his name? Pack. Yep. That should, should be a good uh, show. And then, um, was it NXT in your house? I hope Josh hosts that. I should probably call it TNAEWCW. <laughs> <laughs> Double or nothing. <laughs> but um, our next match was the SmackDown Women's Champion. Bianca Belair retains over Bailey. I love Bianca. I thought she was a star when I saw her a couple years ago. It was uh, TakeOver Phoenix. There's only a few entrances I recorded. I got Matt Riddle. Uh, Bianca Belair and um, Alistair Black. Uh, nice. Those are like three people I really liked.
2: Alistair Black's
0: my favorite oh, entrance yeah. in WWE, all him,
2: but man. all about him. No, yeah. I I love the match. I'm very high on Bianca Belair. Uh, Bailey seemed kind of shoehorned in from the last pay per view that we saw when she was yeah. at uh, WrestleMania, being the obnoxious like the ding dong yeah everything. ding dong hello yeah. uh the Plug backstage reporter yeah uh it felt kind of weird seeing her as like a legitimate threat i guess yeah. if you would call it that but uh i'm very happy that bianca retained
0: who else would be a challenger who else no, there's carmella well, yeah, because Bianca's a face, so Carmella could feasibly fit in that slot. Yeah, easily. Depends on how they want to handle uh, Nia Jax and Shayna. If they want to split them up, move them to different brands, Shayna could challenge Bianca, too. Man, that would I could be see a that, match. yeah.
1: That would be a match.
0: Yeah, work them in. I like it. Yeah, I like that quite a bit, actually. I just can't say enough things about her. I think she's going to be like a really huge star. It was pretty cool to... um. Watch uh, her and Sasha made of that too. Nice.
2: She's got so much charisma and she's got so much like she's got likability. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can see even if you're not a wrestling fan, you can watch sixty seconds of her on TV, and you know that like she's someone you can get behind. Mm -hmm. And I think that's huge in this day and age where there's not a lot of casual fans. And so if you're flipping through the channels and you see Bianca Belair on TV. Uh, First thing I noticed is her long braid. Well, not only that, but just like, it, it, dude, it sounds so simpy, but like her smile, man. Uh, she, she exudes like that positivity, her that happiness. Too. She's the best. She's the happiest. You know what I mean? I dig it. I dig it. I, I'm,
0: all, I'm 100% behind it. Sold. All right, John, I'll let you start with this next one. WWE title, Bobby Lashley retains oh, in a triple okay. threat over Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre. Man, I am
1: on the motherfucking hype train for Bobby Lashley. Always have been and always will be. This, to me, is just such a crowning moment for Bobby Lashley to get this title and just rock it like none other. The almighty champion. Oh, I love it. I can't get enough of his promos. He's gotten so much better from when he first started. I have followed this man in his career from, you know from early beginnings through all the fucking charades of MMA bullshit that he did and Impact and then coming out and just really, of course, the dream match. The one match that I really want to see is Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. You know, for them, that is just gold for days. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we get it. Who knows? But um but very proud of Bobby Lashley and him dominating, him coming back. You know, for a minute there, I was a little scared because you know you when he when the champ is out of the 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 title picture and you got two big fucking freight trains in the ring and they're just going and handing you know potatoes left and right and receipts and honestly I I kind of got scared there for a minute I was like oh shit they're really gonna fucking rock this match damn it this could happen and Drew looked really good Drew looked determined and what a what a great comeback story if he would have won it but honestly Bobby keep that title on him as long as you can uh, I'm all all for Bobby
0: Travis what do you think's next for Bobby Lashley as champ
2: Um I'm not sure what's next but I just lo- uh, the kind of funny thing is when you were talking about looking back on his history in the WWE um I think back to even just two or 3 years ago with him with Leo Rush and how god awful that was and how he was the bottom of the barrel in WWE I mean realistically speaking um, being paired with just that type of grading hype man and then two or three years later coming back and being the WWE champion I mean that that is truly amazing um, I'm very 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 happy for him we're talking about the ECW uh, Elimination Chamber and seeing him in that match with CM Punk and guys uh-huh. like that and he does not look like he's aged a single day. And, no, I mean that guy thing. is a genetic freak I love it. and I am so happy to see him in the WWE. And I mean I don't know what's next for him per
0: se but I'm just very excited to yeah. see him. I remember when this match got underway I was like um, telling you guys I was like I love like Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano. But I was like, but this is like a heavyweight main event with like fucking three huge dudes. That was like the most times I've ever seen Braun Strowman like take suplexes or like flip. I think so, probably. And there was like moments where I looked scary where it's, he's like so big and heavy, it's like he's just like in full motion to he's, like tuck his head in. Yeah, he's too big to be moving like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what I hope is probably SummerSlam. If they re- really really want to like beef it up for, because I think they really do want to like, have fans back. Yeah. Yeah. Brock and Bobby for Summerslam. No. Oh. Or would you just hold off until Mania? No.
2: No, I uh, would do Summerslam. Fire <laughs> Pull
0: the trigger on this. <laughs> one. I
2: mean, Summerslam is the. I know, Rumble is considered the second biggest show, but to me, Summerslam has always been like a very very close third. Yeah. Or a close second. Um, I always love looking forward to SummerSlam. I mean, it's the biggest party of the summer. Like, That's, right. That's right. If you're going to do something big, you might as well go all out. And especially if you're having crowds back for that first big event, go for it. Yeah, exactly. Why not?
1: Exactly.
0: I'm on the hunt for some vintage stuff. Um, The one I want, it's not the classic SummerSlam logo, but it's like the green and blue i oh, I'm Lord. trying to find a shirt that has that on it.
2: Oh, okay, like the Ruthless Aggression yeah. era. Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. The
1: sable, the Sable where she's Oh, on. yeah. Oh I have God. that poster. <laughs> oh, Marty. You got to show me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um,
0: yeah, I think um, if not Brock, I think Keith Lee should come back and challenge Bobby. Oh, good call, man. Match. Good call. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Wow. Keith
2: Lee, Aleister Black. <sighs>
0: but isn't Aleister on SmackDown? Who
2: uh, what, it what, doesn't it. What When was
0: the last time he was on TV, man, really? Uh, I mean, they could work him back in. He was, he was on I think he was missing an eye. Too. <laughs> he was missing an eye. So was Rey Mysterio, man. What happened to his eye?
2: He got two eyes tonight, I'm telling you.
0: We talk about that by not talking about it.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying, there's something fishy going on with
1: people regrowing eyes around here. <laughs>
0: Zombies and growing
1: eyes <laughs> Fucking red cages and shit. No, this is a Roger on. Corman production. <laughs> <laughs> we All make right.
0: movies. <laughs> we make movies, pal. <laughs> I really wish Tusi was here because he was our Samoan presence. But um, our main event Roman Reigns retained the universal title over Cesaro. So happy for Cesaro. Travis, I'll let you start. I'm
2: uh, very happy for Cesaro to get this opportunity. Um, it's kind of a bummer when you look at this match ahead of time and you think okay how is Roman gonna win this match it's not who's gonna win it's just how is Roman gonna win this match but I am happy to see Cesaro get that opportunity um I really hope it continues because I do love the hell out of that guy him with back with Sheamus with the bar I think he's one of the best workers. He's physically very impressive in the ring. He's physically impressive, just period. Um, he's a great worker. He has good skills on the mic. Um, I really want to see him with some type of title run. It's just right now Roman is the t- the guy to beat. Yeah. He's the top dog, and so it's it's kind of hard plowing through him. But I'm very happy for him.
0: Yeah. Um, shout out to that sharpshooter spot where he actually sat into it, too. Oh, yeah. He had that deep. That was so good. Because, like, sometimes, like, um I love The Rock. I love John Cena. Whenever they do submissions, like, when The Rock would do the sharpshooter, he's, like, in more pain than the guy that's in the sharpshooter. <laughs> He'd, like, yell. He's,
2: like, doing the wall sit. Yeah. He's, like,
0: doing an invisible wall sit, just <laughs> yeah. screaming in agony. Yeah. And John Cena's <laughs> the same way with the STFU. He'd be yelling more than the guy who's <laughs> actually in the lock. <laughs>
1: exactly. But um, that flip over the ropes, I'll say that that was incredible. Like, that was very good. Very good job for Roman to do that for him and and bring that real strength in. That I couldn't imagine. You know, Roman really having to help him on the side, but that deadlift, you can tell, you can totally tell he used his back and kudos to him, man. It was a really good match.
0: Yeah, near the end there, it just reminded me of like freaking UFC because there's like like MMA like holds transitions and stuff
2: uh cesaro coming through clutch man the way he was transitioning those holds and just spinning through and like the way he could maneuver his body between those uh, those holds it was pretty impressive actually and it looked pretty
0: legit i thought yeah. actually
1: yeah
0: yeah, yeah. tribal chief still the champ um with like because uh, like i was talking Talking to Tusi, and then I was like, my uh, gears in my brain started thinking the head for the Hell in a Cell. I was like, why is it so close? It's usually like in October every year. But then I was like, they just brought Jimmy Uso back. And I think the last time, I'm pretty sure the last time we saw Jimmy was when Roman was beating the shit out of Jay in Hell in a Cell. Yeah. yeah. So we might see Jimmy Uso versus his cousin this time around. Okay. This soon. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he challenges them both. And then Tusi was saying, if that happens, then maybe that convinces Jay that he shouldn't be, like, fighting for Roman anymore. And then we get Babyface Usos back, and Roman's just straight up on his own. Yeah. But that's what I thought. I thought Jimmy Uso was gonna come out and, like, kick Roman, because Jay was beating the shit out of Cesaro. But then Seth Rollins' music comes on. And I thought I was going to, I totally fell for it. Hook, line, sinker. See, I wrote Seth Rollins, exclamation points, <laughs> and then versus. I thought it was going to be Roman, and I was like, never mind. <laughs> he immediately attacks Cesaro. That was the first time I've ever seen an arm get pilmonized. Oh, um, yeah. Because it's usually yeah. the neck or the leg. Yeah.
1: Um
2: Yeah, I think that is right. It
0: was very creative. I liked it.
2: Yeah, that is. That, John that, couldn't
0: understand why they call him the Drip King. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was not. It's the suit I'm, game.
2: It looks like Joe Bob Briggs
0: out there, <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch of fucking
1: crayons that just melted. <laughs> and just, he had a bad accident. Like he went for his fucking jacket and realized, oh shit, I left my crayons. It's <laughs> like when, <laughs> the, when the ice cream truck stalls out on the freeway. <laughs> That was the first time I heard that. And I was like, you've got to Kind of looks like an Apple commercial or something. Like some Polaroids are just going to start melting out. Oh, yeah. There's just too much drip going on again. Another fucking... What's going on in wrestling? Drip? Drip? What? Uh, (laughs) No. It's like... uh, It's like when...
2: uh, Vince first found out about bling bling, uh, <laughs> like in 2001 or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like everything is bling bling, yeah. bling
0: bling player. <laughs> uh, I thought you were gonna talk about like when um what's his name Paul Burchill in 2006? He was a pirate. <laughs> they said Vince saw Pirates of the Caribbean like <laughs> three years or like four years after it came out, and then he's like, "We gotta get a pirate." <laughs> oh man. Um, oh. Or they me actually. Are they even saying the same thing now about um what's his name uh Apollo Cruz like he saw coming to America? <laughs> 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 Wait, we need Nigerian royalty, damn it! <laughs> oh,
2: man. we need Wakanda representation. <laughs> it's <a> good gen- shit. <laughs> uh,
0: but now uh, it's really good to be back podcasting. I'm glad you guys always join me for these. Uh, okay. Next one would be Double for Nothing. Um, other than that. You guys, have anything you guys want to say?
1: Oh uh, no, no. Rest in peace, though. Oh. Exactly. R.I.P. New Jack, man. New man, Jack, right Jack for yeah. real. Uh, wow.
0: You did order? What was it like? An eight by ten or an autograph? I
2: got a, I got a, a, a trading card from him. And you shared like messages with him. That's so cool, dude. Uh, for someone who just randomly out of the blue followed me on Instagram, and just said thanks for being a fan, and struck struck up a conversation with some dude from Montana, like <laughs> I never thought I'd be talking with new Jack online or something. And I can never say we were like the tightest homies or anything, but, but just the fact that like he was so appreciative with his, with his fans. Uh, he took time to, he was on the cult of Cornette Facebook page. He was commenting on people's stuff. I mean, he was so active on social media with his fans literally up until the day before. I mean, when you you sent me that message, I thought, like, I was reading his post last night. He was commenting funny shit and jokes about how uh, you're not going to need those legs when I toss you off the scaffold and (laughs) bombs away, motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, Just joking around, man. And then the next day to get that news that, just
0: happens fast I guess that uh, sucks like I yeah. said man wrestlers die way too young oh, he's too, only 59 58
1: 58
0: yeah Jeez. that's uh, still
1: young as soon as I saw that and I texted in the group what like I instantly just it, it's the worst feeling in the world I know you guys share this with me but when wrestlers mm-hmm. die man it's like you just lost a friend like it is the worst feeling in the world and to pay my respects, I went back and watched The dark, dark Side of the Ring and just reminisced, and I had a crowd full of uh, people that don't really know wrestling, and I just happened to put it on for them and just started talking about this guy who really innovated wrestling to a whole other level and just, yeah, the stories, they didn't look that good and they didn't shine the brightest light on them, you have to think about it like this man he broke walls down that other guys who just he put wrestling on them on the map
2: and that location was a courtroom oh fed- federal courtrooms i mean blurring that line between fiction and reality absolutely and, absolutely. and not
1: only that but getting away with it absolutely absolutely um you know i i can honestly say the very first time i ever saw new jack was uh ecw uh man from living dangerously and i was just like impressed with this dude i actually had the uh, two of the um new jack figures got them in walmart for like three bucks it was the um infamous noose around the neck and that's a sought out one that's like a a really really hard to find and then just the regular standard uh new jack figure that had the 187 on his um chest and again uh just his story is incredible hopefully you know people don't really look down on him when at the end of the day i hope people just you know still put that fear like even though he's no longer with us but like still you watch what you say about new jack because you don't really know if he's around the corner or not <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> He I just, I told Dylan that he stabbed Saint Peter in the leg when he got up to the pearly game. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't having it. He threw him off the scaffold. <laughs> oh
0: man! Hit him! Hit
1: him with the Wolverine claws. There <laughs> you <we> go. <laughs> just kept thinking of Gypsy Joe. <laughs>
0: I don't think we could end better than that. Oh yeah. But thank you guys.
1: Vodka right. and OJ. Oh yeah, there you go.
2: Free all day, all day like OJ, baby. There you go. <laughs> Two less we got to worry about.
0: See y'all in a couple weeks. See ya. Looses.